In today's video, we are going to talk about how to manage a bad review. I'm going to talk to you about what you need to do once the detail is done to make sure they're happy with the results. I'm going to talk to you about what we do if we get a bad review. And I'll talk to you about what you're going to go through once you get that first negative review. And if you are looking to start and grow your business, click the link down below to download the ultimate guide to start your detailing business. There's over 10,000 words of pure content in that guide. Let's go ahead and get started with this episode. Welcome back to the Detailing Business Class Podcast, where you'll learn proven tactics and strategies on sales, marketing, and operations to grow your business. I'm your host, Oscar Gill, and my goal is to elevate you as a detailer and business owner to the next level. All right, so welcome to a new episode. We are going to go over a comment or an email that I received um, because I know a lot of people are going to go through this, whether you like it or not, whether you know, it was intentional or not, whether you're putting your, your absolute best foot forward every single time, eventually you will get not a five-star review, right? Four-star, three-star, one-star even maybe, right? It's going to happen. It's part of being in business. It's part of doing what you do, whether it was, you know, again, like it might be from a, 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 a one person that called your business and you never spoke to them and you never did any actual business with them and they might leave you a one-star review. It's just the way things go. So, I'm going to read this uh, question or statement, and then I'll break it down. So uh, this one says, I have a lot of positive reviews, right? But one negative review or response always ruins my day. And that is a like an absolute truth. You can have 400 five-star reviews. But if you get that bad review, it, you know, because you, you, you expect five-star reviews or four-star reviews, right? Like, like great reviews, and when you get a negative one, right, a one-star, two-star, three-star, that one hurts you a lot more because it might not be negative. It might just be, like, criticism, um, you know, rightfully so, or maybe not. But those always hurt more because then you feel like you let the customer down or maybe, you know, you're not as good as, as, as who you thought you were because someone has something negative to say. So, trust me, everyone goes through that feeling of saying, oh, well, am I not as good? Is this going to hurt my business? Like, everyone has these negative thoughts when there's a negative comment about their business. So, okay. Um, so it says, it wasn't a, a real bad review. The customer said her vehicle looks good, but found some spots that I probably missed. Crumbed on seat uh, is what he said in parentheses. There were some crumbs on seats. Um, this could have been uh, uh, this could have been a picky customer, but it still makes me feel a certain way. Have you ever been in a situation and how do you get out of that rut feeling even though it's, it's one, it's a somewhat negative review. Again, I, I should really like retype these out because i'm reading it as it comes in um as as how they wrote it um i've responded professionally saying it's a human error and even offered to take care of it as she would like she uh i never got a response thanks in advance okay so so this there's a lot of areas that we can talk about on this one um so whenever it comes to your process right whenever you're done with the detail um it really helps to the best you can, like make it so hyper obvious and easy and convenient for the customer to nitpick your work. So that means at the end of the detail, before you accept payment, anything, right? You want to super easy say, hey, customer, the vehicle is done, right? Whether it's interior, uh, exterior, whatever the case may be. And you basically want to say, hey, go ahead and take a thorough look of the interior. Let me know if you see any missed areas. I'm happy to touch up anything right here, right now. Right? Like, because... 
the customer might feel a bit, uh, might be a little bit of, of an introvert or, or, or is nervous and shy to say something right then and there because they don't want to hurt your feelings in person. Um, so you want to make it as obvious, as clear. You want to give them all the power to say, hey, you know, take a look inside, outside, and let me know if you see that there's any missed areas or if you see any areas that need concern or whatever. Like, let them go and just, like, take a look. Now, if there's some very, very, very obvious areas that, like, the stain just didn't want to come out, that scratch is just too deep, that, you know, that that blemish there is just not going to be removed all the way. I, in that case, I would first uh, highlight that area already, right? So before you say all that, you would say, hey, it, it's all done. By the way, just wanted to point out a few areas like this one, this stain here that we, that we talked about before we got started. Um, that one, you know, it came out better, but it, it's, like I said, it's not going to come out all the way, whatever, right? So the obvious areas that, that you know they're going to raise concern, address that first because that way it shows that like, hey, like I know it's there. I, I tried my best here, the methods that I tried. Um, it just, you know, like I said, it, it, you know, it's too far gone, whatever, whatever. Now, um, but again, like you, you want to make it, you want to give them all the power of like, hey, please take a thorough look. Like, let me know if I miss anything. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Um, I'll be happy to touch it right now. Make it so painstakingly obvious, clear. Like, hey, I, I, I don't want to leave here without you telling me it's absolutely fantastic. Like, I don't want to get, I don't want to accept payment um, unless you are absolutely happy and thrilled with the results. Because now if you go through that process um, and then, you know, they leave a bad review or, 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 or you know, they say, they leave you a three-star review and they say, oh, they missed some areas. Well, now in the in the response, right, very amicably, very professionally, you can say something like, oh, so sorry about that, um, you know, John. Um, that's why at the end I, I I ask everyone to give it a thorough inspection. That way they're they're fully happy with the results. I could have easily um I would have I would have been happy to, to take care of it right then and there. Sorry about that. You know, um I still make some mistakes, but thanks for your feedback. Um that way like you can make it clear in the comments of like, again, still very, um, uh, don't copy and paste what I just said. I'm, I'm talking, I'm, you know, I'm talking here on the spot, but don't, um, you know, very professionally, amicably, you know, you can still be like, Hey, that's why I said like, you know, I, we, we triple checked the, 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 the work together. That way I know you're happy. Um, so that's one way, right? Because again, they'll see something differently in a, in a different angle that you may have missed some dust, some debris, some whatever, whatever, and then they can correct you right there. But you want to make sure you're giving them all the power to say, hey, please take a thorough look. Let me know if you see any blemish, any anything that, that needs uh, 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 some uh, some touch-ups. Like, I'll be happy to take care of it right now. So that's that. Um, the next part here is, let's see here. It, okay, so the next part is, let's say you do re receive a, a bad comment, uh, a negative comment, a negative review. I'm sorry, a negative review. Um, you know, another part to it, to that too is like, of course, you as the business, you're like, why am I getting a negative review? Why did they say that about me? Why are they saying like, that's how it's supposed to be done? Like, also, don't have too big of an ego or pride and say, no, no, I'm not the problem. They're the problem. Like, of course, it's going to take longer. Don't they know that, that, that I do it in this method? And don't they know I'm, I'm this top-rated detailer? And don't they know I work on Ferraris? And don't they know I charge this much for my services? Like, I cool it down with the ego and pride, all right? Like, don't be so prideful to, 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 to anytime anyone says anything of criticism towards you, you're saying, oh, no, 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 that, that, that's not how it's done, right? Even if it's not your process or, or, or the way that you do things in your business, it's good to always be open to feedback. You may not agree with it. They might not be right. They might be saying something because from another business, they did it that way over there. Totally fine. But don't just come with a sense of ego and pride every single time anyone says anything 
of criticism towards you, right? Or, or, or maybe they just flat out just disagree with what you do. Um, don't come with a sense of ego of like, oh no, you just said that's not supposed to be that way. Like, let me tell you, like, nah, chill. It's okay. Like, it, it's all good, right? Like, it, the world's not ending. It's fine. You take a chill pill. Um, so in that regard, like, maybe you are lacking in, in some part of your business that you're aware of, right? Maybe it's your a lot of stuff that 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 goes wrong in your business or with customers is comes down to communication. Like, even if you, for instance, I've talked about how we've broken, damaged stuff on on customers' vehicles, right? nine at almost 10 at nine out of 10 times the interaction of of what happens when we break something nothing happens why because we communicate very clearly on what happened what we're doing to resolve this issue and we're still going to deliver an amazing result of the detail and we're we're going to fix the problem that we created right um, again, I have other episodes and everything covering it, so you have to go listen to those. But um, it's like it, it's communication, right? So a lot of times, when when it comes to anything, it's like a big portion is, is simply how you communicate with your customer, right? The word you say, and then the manner in which you say it, right? Um, like for instance, as a quick little example, is if you respond with a hostile tone or a uh, a basically like a response that's against theirs, right? So if they say, hey, um, you know, you missed a spot and you're like, I didn't miss a spot, right? Like you, you sound very, very, very aggressive. You're like, I didn't miss a spot, right? Um, that immediately is like, and this might not be the best example, but like it, it just sounds like you sound confrontational. You sound like, oh no, that couldn't be me, right? Um, whereas if you respond with like, oh, I'm so sorry, where is it? Oh, okay, let me take, the, let me take care of that for you real quick. Made of example, not the best example, but you get the point. The way you talk and communicate will highly affect how your customer reacts and responds to anything that happens in your business, right? Whether you miss something, whether you're late to the detail, whether it's your pricing. The way you communicate will highly dictate the, the experience and interaction between you and the customer. So if, they, if there is a negative review or something that's just, you know, that you don't agree, agree with, one, don't be prideful. Don't, don't have this super big ego of like, no, I am right. Take a, take a breather, right? And, and just see like, where are they coming from? Do they actually have some validity, validity in what they're saying, right? Because again, like you might not think you're talking in a bad tone. You might not sound hostile, but to them it's like, damn, bro, like calm down, chill. Like why, you know, why are you, are, are you, are you talking to me like that? Um, and, and it happens, you know, like maybe you just don't know, maybe, you know, you you don't you don't know you don't see your own face, so you don't see like the smirks that you put on or the 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 facial expressions that you're showing. And to you, you're just talking, but to the customer, they're like, "Oh, why is he why is he why is he doing that?" Like, I'm sorry if I said something you know wrong here. Like, why are you giving me the side eye? And to you, it might not be like that. You're just kind of like going through the motions and you're doing what you're doing. But to the customer, it might be like, "Oh, okay, I'm sorry." Like, okay, I just asked you a question. So again, don't 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 take it so. Um, don't be so uh, egotistical with your uh, with with you know your perspective on things, um, and even if they are wrong, like, again, just don't be prideful. It's okay. Like they have their opinion, um, they can disagree, right? Uh, doesn't mean it's right, but they have you know they can they can disagree with what you did, and it's just it's just it's always gonna have an open mind when it comes to like criticism. Um, okay, so uh, next is um, have you ever been in a situation? How do you get out of the okay? So. As far as like, how do you how do you solve that now? So, like I said, you want to respond. Um, you do want to respond. 
uh, I, I can't give you an exact response because like it depends on the context. Like, you know, I, it really depends what that customer said. Um, but just you have to respond quickly, professionally, amicably. Um, and you always want to you, you always want to offer a solution. Right. So like this person said, um, they offered to clean it up. That's fantastic. Right. Oh, so sorry, uh, John, you know, um, um, uh, I, I try to be the best as I can. Um, please give me a call or email and I can schedule you in um, the, the, the soonest availability to go and, and, and touch that up for you. Right. Like always offer a solution. They, they're not going to take it, take you up on it or they might not see it. But at least externally, when other people read those comments, they're like, oh, well, he's trying to take care of it, though, right? So, you know, always be proactive and always offer a solution. Um, as far as the feeling goes, yeah, that's it's it's one of those things where, like, like let, let's see if I can bring it up real quick. But, like, we have, uh, okay, I'm already on the business right here. Okay, like, uh, USPS, they have 325 reviews. And... Uh, they have an overall rating of a two and a half star. Out of five stars on Google, they have two and a half stars. I'm sorry, they have one and a half stars. Um, so their reviews are no bueno whatsoever. So like in, in this case here, like their standard of quality is like bare minimum, right? Because they, they literally have 325, star, uh, 325 reviews with a one and a half uh, star rating overall. And that's just a bad business right there. Like they're at, at that point, when, when if if a... If, um, if a manager at USPS is like, hey, guys, you know, they're sitting in a meeting and they're like, so what do we do to get better ratings? Right. And they're like, well, we can offer an incentive program. We could. It's like, dude, the way you run the entire operation needs to change. Right. If, if, that, if there's that many bad reviews and, and, and that many things that people are saying negatively, negatively about your business, like there is something fundamentally wrong with how you're doing everything. And what you could do is like you could literally go into the reviews and see what they're saying and literally fix those problems, right? So uh, let me see if I can do this real quick without taking up too much time. Okay, so this one says, um, actually, yeah. Okay, let me go to the lowest. Okay, this one says, first, they never answer the phone and it doesn't go to voicemail. Okay, boom. That's already a solution right there. All right, everyone, when that phone rings, pick it up. Not a, not, not, not a, not a big problem. Um, second is it doesn't go to voicemail. Okay, hey, hey, guys, like, Anytime the phone goes to a voicemail, it's supposed to be routed to XYZ. Can we make sure all the lines are being routed to the to the proper destination that they have to go through? Um, second, I had a packet that's supposed to be forwarded from an old address, and it was delivered to the old address. They supposed... Okay, that's too much. Um, so there, they're talking about just uh, calling the phone, right? Um, oh, this is real bad. This is probably the worst <laughs> post office I've gone to. Um, let me see if I can find another one. Uh, here we go. The, the worst customer service uh, has the uh, the worst customer service, and they named this person by name. Uh, has the most unprofessional service. I mean, if you're working at USPS at this point, you should have you should always have the best attitude. The one at this location it has a 1.5 rating. I'm not sure why corporate has checked what the issue is. Do better. Yeah. So with this one, it's like obviously it's like okay, guys. Like everyone is saying that everyone has crappy attitudes around here, right? What's the issue? Like, why did, did we not train everyone here? Did we, did we not have the right um the right hires in place? Did we not have, you know obviously USPS as a whole is just not bueno. Um, but that's one way that like how you can improve. But again, I I highly doubt that any detailer that's listening to this podcast is anywhere close to that. So when it comes to reviews and and you, and you get a negative one, like the first one always stings. There there's no way about it. Like it, it's gonna hurt you. 
So we have 125 reviews, and I don't know how many are the are. Um, I can't sort by. Uh, yeah, I can't sort. But so I think we have like I can't I can I cannot look at this. I can't. It doesn't tell you how many of each one is. But we have a a, a 4.8 star rating overall. Like if you look at the Google listing, it, it's basically five stars. And there's 125 reviews, right? So you're like, fantastic, 4.8 star rating overall, um, 125 reviews, like, fantastic. But if you look at some of the reviews, I think that's like under, call it under five, that are, it's, it's call it two four stars, two, I don't know, I'm making up numbers here, but there's, there's, there's a little bit of, uh, there's a few four stars, there's a few two stars, and the most of the not five stars is a one star. But again, this is over 125 reviews, and this is over the lifespan of this Google business listing. And if whenever you get your first one, like it, it's gonna hurt because you're like, oh, I'm so used to I have 17 five star reviews, and now I've got my first, you know, one star review. And at first, like it, it does it, it almost shocks the system because you're like, what the heck? Like I have a one star review. Like no, this is gonna look bad. It's gonna uh, knock down my rating. Like people are gonna are gonna see this. what's gonna happen again. You're going to respond properly and all that. Um, but the, the best way, and like I'm assuming this is like a proper, valid one-star review, right? Like it's not someone that is just going around leaving bad comments on detailers' profiles to make them look bad, right? Like that sure, that surely happens in business, right? Like people, people do do that. But I'm, I'm assuming it's not that. So... Um, so if, if, if you have a, a a bad review, right, it's going to sting. You're like, oh, no, like, what the heck? Like, this is so terrible. People are going to, like, hurt my feelings. Like, it, people are going to, like, not do business with me because there, there's one, one star review. Um, so the best way to get over a bad review is to simply get a lot more great reviews. Or right? you, you can't contact Google and be like, hey, can you guys delete that review of course not. It's a it's a, if it's a valid review, I'm not saying you agree with it or it's right, but as far as like that is someone you had an interaction with in your business, whether it was one call, whether it's a customer, whatever, like there was an actual interaction there. Um, so it's a valid review as far as like, yes, that's a real person that spoke to in one way to your business and they let the review. Um, so you can't go to Google and be like, Hey, can you guys delete that one? Because like, you know, I only talked to them on the phone once and like, we never did business and they never even came to, you know, I never booked them in the schedule and they're just mad because they couldn't afford the prices. Like, can you please take this down? It's like, no, it's going to stay there. It's going to stay on your, on your, on your profile. So you, it's like, you can't optimize your business by trying to remove bad reviews, right? So if you get a bad review, focus on getting 20 five-star reviews over the next month, right? So the way you're going to drown out a bad review is by getting a ton of other positive reviews, which should always be the goal, right? Like you should always strive for five-star raving reviews. So the best way is like be proactive and keep on pushing for, for, for reviews. Like contact your last five customers, contact your next 10 customers, every single customer is like, hey, by the way, can you please leave me a Google review? Please, you know, like that's it. Like you can just be proactive and get more reviews. Um, so don't, don't get stuck and say, oh no, like I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm hyper-focusing on one bad negative review. Instead say, I need to hyper-focus on getting 50 five-star raving reviews from my past customers. That's the mentality you need to have because everyone knows like no customer in their right mind 
is like, oh my God, there's one bad review. I'm not going with this business. Mm, forget it. No, it's like as long as you have 90%, 95%, four and five star reviews, it's okay if you have a few bad ones because they know it's going to happen. Like you're not going to like, let me see if I can pull up another example. Um, so let me go look for, for, a, for a dentist. Let me go look for a dentist here, right? So they have 1,027 reviews. That's a lot, right? That's a lot of reviews. Now, with that, they, ha they have an overall rating of 4.8. Fantastic. But even if I look at here, I'm scrolling down the reviews, and I already see a negative review, right? Because ne negative reviews are going to happen. Again, over 1,000 reviews, 4.8 star rating overall. Fantastic. It's like, oh, these people know what they're doing. But they're still going to have some better reviews. They're still going to have some bad experiences, some bad customers. Like, it's going to happen. So it's it's not that people don't expect you to be to, to, to not have a better review, but it's just like as long as you have 90, 95% great reviews, yeah, it's okay if you have a few, you know, standalones that had a bad experience or whatever, whatever. Again, if you if you respond properly and it looks like you're being proactive and trying to offer a solution, no one's gonna pay it any mind, right? Like it just it, it's the way business goes. So yeah, that's that's the way I we look at bad reviews. Again, it like it's not like we get that many better reviews, right? Obviously, I just told you that we, we don't get that many better reviews. But when I do, it's like, okay, we respond properly and like, hey, let's go get more reviews. Like, let's 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 go get let's let's start asking customers to to start reviewing uh, um, our our business because like we have a lot more great experiences and great customers that have that have enjoyed our services than we do with customers that didn't like what we did, right? That that's just how it goes, and and, and it's hard to look at that and, and think that way. When you see that negative review come in and you're like, oh, no, my business is going to fail. Like, what is this? I feel so hurt. Like, they didn't like it. What the heck? Like, uh, you know, my, I, I, am I a detailer? I, am I a professional? I, is this going to work out? Like, once you see that first review or the first couple of reviews, like, it, it stings. It hurts. Um, but it's going to be okay. Trust me, like, you got to continue the process. Keep on uh, delivering the best results, the, the best experience. Keep on getting the best reviews that you possibly can. Um, and that's another thing, like, don't just go for a general five-star review. You want someone to write a freaking paragraph of like, oh my God, this detailer was the absolute best. The first time I called them, they answered all my questions. They gave me so much more information than any other detailer that I've ever worked with. The pricing is a bit expensive, but man, they are totally worth it. And, and you want them to post like 25, fo 25 photos of the before and afters that they have because like, oh my God, this detailer was just so amazing. Like I highly recommend, I'm gonna tell all my friends and family like, do not hesitate to contact this detailer. That's the kind of review you want to get. You don't want some little like, sure, the five star rating, the five star alone helps you to go to your, towards your towards your um your rating and all that. But when someone actually clicks on those reviews and they scroll through them, they want to say, like, "Oh man, all these people are like, geez, Louise, they're they're geez, Louise, like Drake, uh, like geez, Louise, man, like th these customers are like are really raving about this business. Like they're 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 telling their experience and and, and like how great they are. Like that's what you want." Um, not just like a five-star rating and no context behind it. So that's how I, we manage the reviews. That's how I, like this whole process here is exactly how, you know, what you like, I can guarantee you, you're going to go through the exact process if you're just getting your first uh, bad review or if you are um, like, it's going to happen. It, it's, it's simply going to happen. So I'll end it right here. Hopefully it helps you out and I'll talk to you on the next one. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Detailing Business Class Podcast. 
please leave a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify as that greatly helps the show. If you're ready to start your detailing business, head on over to detailgroup.co and download your free guides.